Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. The Naked Scientists podcast comes to you from Cambridge University and is supported by the Wellcome Trust, the EPSRC, the STFC, the Natural Environment Research Council and UK Fast. For more cutting-edge science, join us online at nakedscientists.com. This week, how two black holes form a hole. Hello, my name's Clive Plum from Sutton Coalfield. What I'd like to know is, what happens when two black holes collide? So when two deformed bits of space-time collide, what sort of a mess do they produce? Well, I'm Martin Rees, Master of Trinity from the Institute of Astronomy as well. One of the things we've learned in the last ten years or so is that in the centre of every galaxy there lurks a black hole, which is as massive as a million or even several billion suns. It's not quite clear how this black hole formed, but we believe that its formation happened at the same time as the galaxy formed and that the black hole grew as the galaxy grew. We also know that one way galaxies grow is by merging with each other. Two small galaxies get close and eventually fall together and make one bigger galaxy. Now, if two galaxies merge and each has a black hole at its centre, then the black holes will of course, spiral towards the centre of the common system and form a binary orbiting around each other. And the question then is, what happens? We think what happens is that various drag forces bring the holes close enough that so-called gravitational radiation then carries away more energy. Gravitational radiation is something predicted by Einstein's theory to happen whenever a gravitational field changes rapidly. So when two black holes get close enough, then gravitational radiation from them carries away a lot of energy, and that brings them closer and closer until they eventually merge into a single black hole. And in the final coalescence, a huge burst of gravitational radiation is emitted, and this is a challenge to detect. But the biggest events of all would be the gravitational bursts from these supermassive black holes which merge, and there are plans to have arrays in space which could detect the slight jitter in space that happens when these black holes merge. The meeting of two black holes will produce a large one and it will also produce lots of energy in the form of gravity waves. But that happens when the two black holes are of different size. So we believe that these black holes uh, merge and it's by this process that eventually some of them accumulate masses as much as in some cases five billion 
times the mass of the sun. There's another interesting consequence. It's been possible for the last few years to actually do computations of what would happen when two black holes merge. And when the black holes are of an equal mass, then you get a rather interesting effect, namely a recoil. The final merged black hole doesn't necessarily sit in the centre of the merged galaxy. It's given a kick. And sometimes this kick could be big enough to expel the merged black hole from the galaxy it's in. So the final thought I'd leave you with is that there could be some of these huge black holes hurtling through intergalactic space, having been kicked out by the huge recoil speed from the galaxy in which they formed. So beware of a supermassive black hole flying through space like a very dark, very heavy juggernaut of the skies. After that comes next week's question from Donna Coulson. While standing in front of the mirror in my bathroom, I can see a reflection of the TV screen from the bedroom. It is blurry when my glasses are off and much clearer when I put my glasses on. One morning I was interested in a show on TV while I was drying my hair, so I figured I could watch what was going on if I put my face very close to the mirror while I dried my hair. I tried, but no matter how close I got to the mirror, the reflected image of the TV stayed blurry. I was close enough to where I normally can see an object clearly without my glasses. Why would that be? Thank you. Why is it difficult to focus on a reflection at a distance you should be able to see when you're not wearing glasses? Let us know what you think or what you've experienced by emailing chris at thenakedscientist.com. You can write on the forum at thenakedscientist.com forward slash forum. You can Twitter at Naked Scientists or say hello on our Facebook page. The Naked Scientist's Question of the Week, brought to you in association with the How to Wisman Foundation, supporting science and education from Alpha to Omega. Thinking about your next career move in research and development? Then it's time to make your move to the UK. The nation that's investing £20 billion in R&D over the next two years. The nation that's home to four of the world's top research universities. The nation where great talent comes together. Visit gov.uk forward slash great talent to see how you can work, live and move to the UK.